0: ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com Welcome back
1: to Orange Nation Artist of the Day Boston Topic of the Day, new head coach Steve,
0: did you know that? Yes Huh. i'm fully aware i guess uh, i was
1: just learning of this
0: and as we uh let's go to the guest line to bring on our our one and only guest today and so we have a call screener here uh, at espn radio and it says who the person is and then there's a, a a column for their title and it says adrian autry su men's basketball head coach uh as we welcome in uh, the new head coach of the orange how does that sound to you red uh syracuse head basketball coach
2: Still hasn't sunk in yet. Um, sounds good. Uh, everything, obviously right now is uh, a little bit surreal, but um, I'm just excited and uh, ready to get to work.
0: But what have the last few days been like for you?
2: Oh man. Uh, sleepless, uh, preparation, uh, trying to do the job. Obviously, we know how uh, this business is. Things um, in today's world moves fast. So, you know, you, you, you start to prepare for today, but you also know you got a job to do with the players. Um, so, getting a chance to talk to those guys. So, just a lot, but a lot of sleepless sleepless nights the last two nights. But I'm sure I'll catch up, catch up pretty soon.
1: Red, when you started coaching, what was your first goal in coaching? And how did you, like, maybe you can walk us through, was the thought of ever being a head coach at Syracuse in there or just a head coach anywhere in your dreams?
2: You know, Paul. A good question. Um, my main goal, whenever, uh, whenever uh, I got started in this, when I get, when I got started in this business, was just to have an impact. To be able to impact and get a the player or whoever I was with, whatever program I was with, to have a positive impact. That's all it's ever been, um, and that was always been my motto, and uh, I've always done that, and. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, it's worked out for me. But, um, but that when I got into coaching, that's what I wanted to. do. I just wanted to impact the program and the people that I were around.
0: You had a chance to address the media this morning with your introductory press conference, and uh, great job, by the way. I thought the press conference was great. Um, you got a little emotional, uh, when you were talking about Jim Beheim. Can you kind of put into words for us what he has meant? not just professionally, but personally for you and, and how he has influenced uh, you again, both on and off the court?
2: You no, know, he's been like a father figure for me. Um, he's given me opportunities um, when I was a young adult. And uh, you know, and then when I came back as an adult, you know, he gave me another opportunity. And just that loyalty and that love um, that he just shows to all of his players um, you know, I got emotional because when he when he when he talked, he just talked about you know how long you know when he started recruiting me, um, and, uh, and he's always been a he's been he's always been a part of of my life in some fashion or form. Um, from that age on, you know, 16 on. So um, I didn't think I would do it, but uh, it got emotional. Um, when, I, when I started to talk about him. But he just meant so much to me, not only as a coach, but just as a, a family man, um, how to be a community figure, um, how to carry yourself, um, you know, just a, a, whole, a whole ton of things.
0: I'm sure that uh, you'll do a lot the same as Jim Beheim, but you're your own coach and your own person. I'm sure you're going to do some things differently as well. Uh, that's been a a hot topic the last couple of days on our show with with our listeners. You know, people wondering, you know, yes, about the zone defense versus man to man. But what what are some things that will define you, I guess, as a head coach? And I'm sure you've given a lot of thought into you know some things you might do a little bit differently.
2: Well, I think you know. You know, uh, a lot of times you get these jobs and you say, you know, you want to do this, you want to do that. I think the first thing is really just getting the right guys in here, and I think we have the right guys. Um, and then you, you you try to put them in the best situations. Um, and, and the one thing I'll say is when you watch us play, you're going to watch hard-playing guys, and they're going to play together. Um, and they're going to play for each other. And I think, um, you know, those are the three things when you, when you watch us play going forward, um, you know, those are the things that will stick out. You know,
0: you talk about having the right guys here. Um, I, I want to talk to you about your staff a little bit, and then I, I want to talk about the the roster. So let's start with the staff. Uh, many have been wondering if uh, it, we assume Jerry and Griff will be a part of it. I, I just w- hoping you can confirm that, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit about that that opening. Do you have somebody in mind for to to fill uh, you know that one position that's still open on the bench?
2: Well, I'll answer it uh, in two parts. Uh, the first is I fully expect um, our staff, Jerry and Alan, to stay intact. Um, this is family, you know, um, and I think uh, we are all excited to, to attack this new journey. Um, so I expect them all to be there. You know, as far as uh, my staff, we're going to take some time with that. We'll be very slow, be, a, be very deliberate. Um, it's, a big, it's a big hire. I just want to make sure that um, I get the right fit because that, that matters. So, um, you know, we we'll, you know, we'll see, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But for right now, I'm just elated that I, you know, that I have Jerry and Allen next to me right now as we continue to move forward.
0: Now, obviously, one thing that has defined this staff has been it's, you know, it's all Syracuse guys, right? Um, and I know you said you're going to take your time. Would you ideally like to keep it in the family and go with a former Syracuse player or is that not necessarily the case with this particular hire?
2: That's not necessarily the case. I, I, I just, like I said, I have to get the person that fits um, with our overall plan on um, the things that are important for this program and also someone that can fit with, with, with our staff. So, you know, fit is, is going to be the main thing that drives this hire.
1: With your expectation that the staff is staying together, the question that gets been getting asked a lot is, how long has this plan been in place and was this a surprise
2: to anybody? No, um, obviously coach was, you know, obviously, coach was—you know—he was getting towards the end. We just didn't know when. Um, and uh, right now, you know, it happened, and you know, it happened—you know—very quickly. I'm just happy to be here. I'm just happy that uh, I'm, I'm the head coach. But you know, I think you know the last couple of you know seasons, you, you knew the end was coming. You just didn't know when.
0: You know, Jim Beheim referred to the the four game losing streak today. At, you know, at, at, during his portion of the press conference, saying that that's when he really started to feel like this might be the end this year. Uh, is that around the time that that you were informed that that you'd be the head coach, or, or again, has this been more of a, a recent thing within the last few days?
2: you know, I, you know I, I, again, I wasn't privy to those conversations. You know, you know, I got pulled in, you know, shortly after that. But um, you know, again. It was a tough. I, I, that four-game stretch was tough. You know, um, you know, he you know he talked to me, he talked to the staff, he talked to the players. But you know, me knowing him so long, you just knew. Uh, you know, that was that was that was tough to go through. You know, um, with a young team. So, but you know, like any any losing streak. So it didn't strike me as anything different. You know, it was just you know a tough a tough time. But you know, obviously he said what he said today. You know, I didn't realize it impacted it in that way.
0: You know, looking at your top priority now, I would assume uh, at the top of the list or near the top of the list has got to be the roster management, right? Uh, the guys who are who are on the roster and and obviously recruiting. And I know we can't talk recruiting, but we can talk about the guys that have played. Uh, you know, at Syracuse and 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 who you expect back. And you know, it's everywhere from you've got seniors Joe and Jesse that they can come back if they want. Samir Torrance can come back if he if he wants eligibility wise. And then you got all these younger guys uh, as well. Is everybody welcome back? On on the roster, and I guess, how do you expect all of this to play itself out with the transfer portal and whatnot?
2: You know, that's a good question. Um, as right now, um, I am slowing down a little bit, trying to take it day by day. Um, as we move forward, like I said uh, in the press conference, we have sat down and talked to people, with things are, you know, fluid. You know, they go on, You know, some of our guys are going to go home with their families. You know, we have to meet with family, so we're just going to take our time with that. And then once you know we figure out what the plan is, we'll move accordingly. Um, so for right now, you know, um, you know, we're just uh, trying to take it slow. And, uh, you know, I think in the next couple of days, we'll start to have more answers. And, and, I, and I understand that completely. Just, I guess, could you
0: speak generally about your approach to the transfer portal? Because, you know, when you first got into coaching, this wasn't a thing. And, and now it is. And everyone's adjusting. And, you know, last year, you guys decided to go the route of, of a big freshman class. Um, and, and we've seen other teams, you know, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, some of the schools that Jim Beha mentioned a few weeks back, they, they went portal and, and they were able to turn over their roster and, and they got old quick and, and, and they've had you know some good seasons. I mean, look at what Pittsburgh's been able to do as, as just an example. What, what will be your approach to the, to the portal moving forward?
2: You know, I think uh, you always got to look at the portal. You always look and try to improve your team. Um, you know, once we figure out the roster, I think you can move accordingly. I mean, the thing about the portal, like, you know, you have to, uh, you really have to take a dive in and, you know, it's like we recruit someone and you're trying to date someone and it's, with the portal, you don't have as much time, you know, when you're recruiting high school kids, you get a chance to build relationships for three and, you know, one and two years, sometimes three years. Um, but with this portal, you know, you just got to really try to figure out what you need and I think a lot of that will determine, you know, the movement or lack of movement, which, whether we go in the portal or not.
1: Coach, you know, everybody wants to know whether you're going to play man zone. I'm going to ask you something on the opposite side. What can people expect offensively out of an Adrian Autry coach team?
2: You know, going, we, we, we we want to play with some space. We want to get up and down. Uh, you know, we we'll want to play a little faster. We want to try to be aggressive on that end of the floor if we can get some easy ones. You know, we're going to really push that. Um, we're going to share the ball. And we're going to play together. You know, we're going to play... Uh, We're going to play with some, you know, like to say, space and pace, you know, open it up. uh, But the mindset is to be aggressive and attacking.
0: Last question from me, coach. Uh, Do you have a message for the fans? You know, the fans, there's a. You know, there's a, there's a nervous excitement anytime there, there's somebody new. And, and listen, this fan base has not experienced. You know, I'm 47 years old. I've, I've never known anything other than Jim Beheim as, as the head coach of the Orange. So what what would be your message to those on the outside, those in the media, the fans that support this program, uh, of what they can expect and, and what you're looking forward to, uh, you know, as being the leader of this program?
2: You can expect a team that's going to come out and play hard, um, give their heart, you're gonna play with emotion, and uh, you know, and, and those are the things you know. Determination, grit, um, and then you know, it'll be exciting. You know, we we're, like I said, it's gonna be aggressive on both ends of the floor. Um, we're gonna do what we do, whatever we need to do to win. But I think you know, the characteristics is the big thing that's gonna stick out. You know, playing hard, being aggressive, and trying to fly around.
1: All right, most important question, Red. Uh, we do a thing called Artist of the Day on this show, in the. We all know Bruce Springsteen was Coach Beheim's Big ours. Your favorite band, so we can go Monday with the Artist of the Day. Who's your favorite band? Could be any genre
2: of music. Any genre of music. My favorite band. I'm going to go a little newer. So probably would be, I don't know if they're a band. I think they are a band, but they're a group. Uh, Maroon 5? All right nice there we
1: go we'll go maroon 5 i don't 5. think we've done them yet no no that was a, I was not expecting maroon 5 yeah
2: Excellent. there you go switch it up so you don't know me like you think you
0: do <laughs> uh red this it's a, it's an exciting time uh congratulations uh get some sleep this you know we we do lose an hour this weekend so try to go to bed early. oh my god
2: man. Uh, get yeah, some sleep this know. weekend
0: thank you uh and and listen congratulations again and, and all the best and uh, i'm sure we'll talk again soon
2: Thanks, guys. Appreciate
0: you. All right. The new head coach of Syracuse basketball, Adrian Autry. And with that, we'll take a timeout. We'll open up the phone lines the rest of the way, 315-437-7644. We are back after this on ESPN Radio.